And we continue to follow news out of Hollywood. Just five days after slapping comedian Chris Rock at the 94th Oscars, actor Will Smith has resigned from the Motion Picture Academy. In a statement, the actor calls his actions shocking, painful, and inexcusable, saying he betrayed the Academy and took the spotlight off those deserving of it, adding he's willing to accept any additional consequences that the Academy sees fit. Smith's resignation came two days after the Academy met to initiate proceedings against him for violations against the group's standards of conduct. The actor was facing possible expulsion and having his award for Best Actor King Richard taken away, something experts say is unlikely to happen. On Sunday, Smith walked on stage and smacked Rock after he made a G.I. Jane joke about Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett. Pinkett has openly talked about her struggles with hair loss loss rather from alopecia rock has declined to press charges over the incident two people are in hospital with life-threatening injuries and another is in police custody after a double stabbing in ajax it happened around four o'clock near delaney and todd roads that's a residential area north of the 401 at westney it's not yet clear what led to the stabbing no victim information has been provided but police say there is no risk to public safety and the driver behind the wheel of a white SUV that killed two pedestrians had a suspended Canada-wide license. City's Mark Douglas joins us with all the latest developments. Toronto police say a 36-year-old man driving a Cadillac SUV went right through a red light, killing two pedestrians before he crashed and died himself. Superintendent Scott Baptist says the driver was not allowed to be behind that wheel. Federal driving prohibitions are generally related to criminal code convictions. Provincially, as stated, there was a medical suspension of, of this man's driver's license as well as a further administrative suspension. Baptist says the driver first had a fender bender with a parked van on Lakeshore at 8th Street. Witnesses there thought the driver was having a seizure. They smashed a window to get him out, but he got right back in several minutes later and drove off down Lakeshore where he hit those two pedestrians in the crosswalk. A 75-year-old man and a 43-year-old woman dead at the scene. Baptist says it's a common everyday thing for people under a driving ban to still go out driving on Lakeshore Boulevard in Mimico, Mark Douglas, City News. The pandemic is not over yet. Canada's top doctor says another surge of COVID-19 is underway and advises Canadians to stay vigilant. City's Michelle Mackey joins us live with more. Michelle. John, Dr. Teresa Tam says further waves of COVID-19 are possible. There will likely be more bumps along the way including resurgence in cases this spring and likely also in the fall and winter. But with higher population immunity and protective practices, Canada's top doctor says we're in a stronger position. However, we're all encouraged to keep vaccinations up to date and continue with the personal protective measures like masking. But the impact of this wave on the province's hospitals remains to be seen. Ontario is reporting 804 people in hospital with COVID-19 today, down slightly from Thursday, along with 18 more deaths. Stateside, meantime, COVID hospitalizations have fallen to an all-time pandemic low, with just 2% of inpatient beds currently in use for COVID-19 across the country. Reporting live, Michelle Mackey, City News. Over 100,000 people remain in the hard-hit Ukrainian city of Mariupol. A Red Cross team attempting to deliver aid to residents was unsuccessful in reaching, reaching the southern city today. This as negotiations between Russia and Ukraine have resumed. City's Phil Martino has the latest on what's happening on the ground in Ukraine. More than 100,000 people are stranded in Mariupol, according to Ukrainian officials. 
A Red Cross team was unable to reach the city Friday to help facilitate the safe passage of civilians. ABC's Terry Morin, who is on the ground in Ukraine, says Russia is not letting up on its decimation and occupation of the city. It was a city of half a million people, Mariupol, before the war. That's Miami. Still 100,000 of them. There's nothing left there. It's unimaginable how people are finding water, finding food, taking care of themselves, finding shelter. Meanwhile, the Ukrainian president's office says 86 Ukrainian service members were freed in southeastern Ukraine as part of a prisoner swap with Russia. The number of Russians released has not been disclosed. I'm Phil Martino. This is City News to Sports Now. It took 36 years, but it is happening. The Canadian men's soccer team is heading to Qatar this November and opening up the World Cup with a match against Belgium. City's Alex Sixero joins us with the details of today's draw. Canada. And it is Canada are participating in their second FIFA World Cup. Of the 32 nations to be called, Canada was the very last one, and they were placed in Group F with Belgium, Morocco, and Croatia. It's a pretty decent group for Canada to play in, and they will have a shot of reaching the round of 16. Head coach John Herdman spoke with TSN. The draw is brilliant. We, we, we were just happy to be in any of them groups because this, this World Cup is about going and enjoying it mm -hmm. for our country. You know, for once, people can put their Italian shirts in the draw. <laughs> <laughs> their Croatian shirts can go in the draw. They can pull on the red of Canada and, and just get behind our country and enjoy what that's going to be. Herdman said it's going to be important to try and schedule some friendlies against some of the top European teams to get his men best prepared. Canada's first match goes against Belgium on November 23rd. Alex Sixero, City News. Coming up next on City News, it's the gas price update. We are expecting a drop in the price at midnight, but by how much? Stay tuned, we'll tell you.